Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with Vika and Grutins. I hope that you're all well. Uh, only three more days until uh, Christmas Day but the podcast still coming to you thick and fast of course as we close out uh, a great year worth of movies and television and here once again with another review and another Marvel review of course the podcast is massively based on them films and TV shows so who better to do this than a very very good friend of mine I went to go see Spider-Man with him a couple of weeks ago and that was a really good experience but we both have been watching uh, fully entertained by the Christmas based MCU show that is Hawkeye so I'm joined today by Alfie. Alfie how are you? I'm all right. Good night, good night. Glad to have you on the podcast. Uh, we talk quite a lot about films and, and TV, plus many other things. Uh, but it's really nice that you've uh, took the time. So thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, honestly, we've been talking about me coming on for a while. So to finally actually be on, quite great, can't lie. Yeah, and what a great TV show to, to start talking about. So uh, obviously Hawkeye uh, is the fifth MCU uh, show to be released on Disney+. Plus. Uh, obviously based on a, on a very sort of, well-developed character obviously been in the mcu for quite some time um i think i think one of the best things to do is sort of start about what did you think about when this show was announced because i sort of got a little bit nervous about it because you know hawkeye and black widow were the only two out of the original avengers that didn't have any sort of solo projects and then they released a black widow film which i've got my opinions on that and then you've obviously got the hawkeye tv show how did you feel about this when this was announced well, for me, when I saw it was um, going to be like released, I was quite excited because like we haven't really seen anything like with like Clint being in as like personal kind of sort of thing. And when I saw like Kate uh, Bishop in it, I was like, oh, it's gonna be, like a mentor. So I was quite like excited for that bit to see how she would like develop as a character and like how they would like present her. So I was pretty excited when it came out. I was waiting for it to get released. So I can't, I couldn't wait for the first episode. Yeah, I was more. Um, I was. More looking forward to it after I saw the trailer. I think the Christmas element was really cool. I think it was something, you know, quite original and different. Yeah, like I said, I think Hawkeye is, is probably underappreciated in so many ways. I like what they did with him in, in Endgame. How did you feel about sort of the, the tone of this show? Do you feel like it was going to go massively comedic? We've seen a lot of comedy-based um, sort of shows in the MCU. You know, do you think it was going to be that do you think it was going to be quite dark I, I was interested to see like the genres that they were going to go for here what did you think yeah, I was expecting quite a dark like tone because of like what Clint's obviously passed with like Ronan and stuff I was expecting him to go a bit deep into that so I thought it'd be quite dark but it kind of was quite dark but quite comedic as well it had like kind of like Christmas kind of element to it so it kind of had a nice bit, both mixture of like emotions in there yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I think that that was really, really cool to see the different genres that was being put in. Uh, we're going to get into sort of the positives and negatives of the show as a whole. Uh, this is going to be, um, you know, massively sort of delving into the show. That's what me and Alfred like to do uh, when we talk off air. So, um, I think going to this sort of like New York world, I think that was a really cool bit of it. But I just think if you look at all five shows, and I'm sort of taking out What If because it was more of an ad animated show so if you look at like loki falcon and wind soldier one division and then this i think this one was the most fun yeah i think, I I think this was yeah i think this was probably the most enjoyable sort of one to watch where every single week i sort of felt like they were up in the stakes but then still had fun with it yeah i would agree as well this one felt to me was more exciting as well because i was kind of waiting for like the what if next episode and it kind of just 
kept me in t- tune with the whole thing. So I'd say it's probably the one that's kept me most excited. Uh, also, I think it, it didn't. Ha- this one felt very grounded. Like one division, you you couldn't do that with that show because of how powerful Wonder is. And then like Falcon the Winter Soldier, I think had stakes because yeah. of obviously the Captain America thing. Loki, I think, had the most stakes. Yeah, I'd say that as well. You know, Loki had sort of that sort of like time travel element. This one was just like the two of them with a bow and arrow. And I think that that's what Marvel have appreciated is that Hawkeye is just a hero with a bow and arrow. And like, yeah. you know, you see him like LARPing in the park. Like, yeah. that, that to me, like, that doesn't happen in shows and like shows now in like franchises like that where they don't seem like they, they have fun with it. For me, I felt they did a good, like, showing a good example of how in the Marvel universe anyone can actually be a superhero. Because Clint's not got like special powers or anything like that. He's just a normal person, but he's really good with a bow and arrow. So it kind of represents like anyone in the Marvel universe could be basically a hero in their own right by doing certain things and basically sacrificing stuff to be a hero. So kind of showed that element to me. And I think I think that's what makes made the show a lot different is that you know he hasn't got powers, he hasn't got these big, you know, massive things. I want to bring up the the cast list here if I can, because there's so many, obviously, different characters in this. Uh, you guys will obviously won't be able to see it because it's a podcast, but, you know, obviously being happy, we'll be able to see uh, what it's what it's going on with and with the cast. But I, I just think it had such an impressive two leads. Jeremy Renner's been doing it for, for a while. Here we see Jeremy Renner there, Hayley Seinfeld, who I thought was, I thought was, was a great casting. Yeah, I totally agree. We got Vera uh, Farmiger who played um, Kate's mum. I think she was good, but she frustrated me a little bit because she, was she even or was she not? I think that element sort of came a little bit too late. Um, Florence Pugh obviously in it as well, which was a really nice surprise. Uh, Vincent D'Arfro who was uh, who came back obviously as Kingpin. We're going to get into that because Alfie's got a massive flex. About. <laughs> about that uh, but obviously you know you've got the Clint family as well his wife played by Linda Cardellini uh, do you think the cast was probably the most was probably the biggest for this show yeah I think so I think it's quite big for a cast for this one but I think the people they brought in was exceptional the people who played the characters all played them really well and obviously the person played Kingpin came back and I thought that was a great like touch to it to finish it off so I was pretty buzzing about that <laughs> You were buzzing up. You were buzzing about it because you did constantly say that he would be a part of it, and I didn't really want to believe it. Yeah. But you know, obviously, it was uh, it was great. Um, let's obviously go back to episode one, uh, which we're going to sort of like obviously massively talk about uh, sort of each sort of episode, our positives, our negatives. I think the episodes really started very well um, in, in terms of you know obviously the links. One thing I was really interested in, and I think. That's where I really want to start off, and one of the many positives about the show was the fact that Kate Bishop was in the event. She was not. She, she wasn't in the Avengers. She was in New York when them sort of Avengers are and the Chitari sort of fought. And I thought that was a very intriguing part of the show. Is that like she viewed Clint as as a hero, but. You know the fact that she was there. I think that was a really nice callback um, in in sort of the good, the grand scheme of things. Obviously, you know she could have picked anybody, but obviously she picked him. I think that was a really cool thing. I wasn't expecting that, but the fact that that was that first ever scene, 
I thought that was a really, really cool bit. Um, yeah. Talk to me about the first episode, Alf, because I think that was so... There's a lot to sort of digress into it as well, but it sort yeah. of felt massively slow because they were building so much up. Yeah, I thought the first episode was actually like a really good start to the series, like with the whole, like you said, with the whole unique part of she seeing him as like, as like someone else seeing like the whole whole crisis of the Tatari like fighting like obviously the Avengers and stuff, and it was good like perspective of just seeing how she basically sees um, Clint as this hero, and she wants to like be like use a bow and arrow and stuff, and I thought that was really unique. And the bit when um when Clint Barton's watching the um whole like you know the Avengers like. Was it like theme thing like they was doing like at the, uh, the musical? Yeah, yeah, that's it. The musical. And it was kind of like it's good. To, it was kind of good to see how like he when it, um when Black Widow was playing, he his emotions would just change like that, and it just showed like, how much he's still dealing with that and how his emotions are still affecting him every day. Like he always thinks about that every day, even when he's happy, he still thinks about it. It's like it's constantly on his mind. So I thought that was quite unique in the first episode as well. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that, that was good. And obviously the emotion of it, you know, it's never really got. I find it interesting that they may, that they sort of gave a big character development, the fact that now uh, Clint needs a hearing aid. I thought yeah. that was interesting because you see these heroes and you see them not really affected, but that was something that was really, you just, I, I didn't think of it as a hero sort of having that. And then when I saw him with the, uh, you know, with a hearing aid, and now obviously that brought out a couple of emotional scenes with his son uh, later on in the series but yeah. like to see him with a hearing aid he just thought yeah like the amount of like loud noises in fights that he must have gone through like that was it was, I, that never i never thought about it but it was funny in that in that musical where it went from a really emotional thing when he saw his um obviously natasha you know the characters are being played on on screen, and then he's not even mentioned, and Ant Man's in it. It's like Ant Man yeah. was part of that fight, and I'm like, amazing! Like that, yeah, was, that was such crazy. a, that was such a good bit. Like, yeah, totally. Agree. Um, you know, and stuff like that, and then obviously, then you sort of move into this idea of obviously him. You know, obviously meeting Kate now. Obviously, you know, having these uh, gangsters. I felt like they. But every single episode from probably number one to about number three, four, they I felt like after that they had all the characters, all the stakes, everything was coming together. Yeah. I felt the tension starting to increase when every episode kept going. I mean with that little bit of the cliffhanger out, I think it was I think it was end of two when the sword was pointed at um I think it was Clint or it was episode yep. three, I can't remember. And the tension was all building up then and I just felt like I felt really involved in all the whole story, what was going on. But yeah, I think they did a good job of like the tension and stuff. But my yeah. overall like proper like criticism of like the movie was I felt at like more of like towards we got to the end of like obviously the Hot Guy episode. It's like they kinda introduced like too much of like Kingpin to at the start. I felt they could have built him up a little bit more in, like tensely, where it could have been like a big like grand ep- episode of just Kingpin comes and shows like how ruthless he is. But I felt like they just kind of introduced him too quickly. You see like he's coming off straight off the screen. So I felt like I could have built him up more in that last episode as well. Yeah, that was yeah because uh, and I think that's what Marvel have done throughout their whole all TV shows is that they sort of, they did it with One Division, and that to me was ten episodes worth. And that this is a massive. I've, I've said this to you before. This is a this is a massive thing that I sort of get quite frustrated with the Disney Plus shows is that like it's six episodes, but then they release two on the first week. So you watch. So they never they never give you a cliffhanger ending in like episode one because they know 
that literally you could just go, okay, there's a cliffhanger ending. Oh, the next episode's available. Let's watch it now. Like, yeah. When with everyone since then, and like you said, episode five, they did that big reveal with Kingpin. So you think I was shocked, and I couldn't because their timing was really good at it as well. This this not the bag or anything, but definitely didn't call that. No, no, absolutely. But I think it was so. I think it was fantastic timing that we had that in season. We had that in the Hawkeye series, and then me and you went to go see Spider Man the next day. And um, spoilers if you've not seen Spider Man, but then Daredevil's in it. I'm like, in two days we've seen Kingpin and Daredevil yeah. in the MCU. I just think that was, but that was really great timing. But like you said, probably should have you know, linked it a little bit more where you probably saw his photo or you I think saw it's like... like the data honestly I think it's a good like couple of weeks for Disney honestly with the Spider Man now with the Hot Guy episodes being both for me quite like I enjoyed both of them. Obviously Spider Man was amazing when we watched it obviously. But the scene out like Daredevil and like Kingpin now in the MCU which is like crazy to me. So Yeah it's it's absolutely mental to see that. Um you know, and, but I, I do get what you mean. I think the Kingpin finish probably should have been built up a little bit more, whether his yeah. name was mentioned or just something. I felt like, you know, when obviously they saw the photo of him, you're like, he's, he's, he's in it. And then yeah. obviously then you've got the finale. Probably they should have done that around about three or four. But obviously the big reveal around around sort of the middle of the season was Florence Pugh as obviously Yelena. She's come back. We knew that she would be Black Widow. She did an amazing job, I can't lie. Very she good did. Job. Well, she's the best part of Black Widow for me. She's yep. the best part of that film. Totally um, You know, and obviously then her coming in, I, it was obviously linked, but I was I was always watching the season God. okay, so when's she going to come in again? No, not that episode, when's she going to come in? I was worried. I was worried that she wasn't going to, one, be in it at all, or two, coming in at the finale, and you're like, oh, right, okay. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, we'll just shove her in. Like, but they didn't, and I think she was, she had a really great character, and I think that character now, in two projects, MCU projects, I feel like I know that character really, really well. I so I can't the, wait to see her in the next bit. I love the fact Lena and um, Kate Bishop was talking, it had, like, really good chemistry, like, the flow of the two actors just working together, like, really clicked well. I love that like, the bit of it as well. It's really fun to honest to watch, and the way they just kind of came off each other as well was just great to see. I I, I think that's because I think there's now there's going to be the Young Avengers. I I I'm really really I, I I honestly believe that that has to happen now. Yeah, I, I do as well. You know, because of obviously that, and I think that was probably a test run because now they know each other, and she's she's gone, so she's wandered off. In a way, if we think about it, we've kind of got like our new Black Widow. Yeah. And then we've kind of got our new um, Clint Barton. So we're getting it. We're getting it here, aren't we? So like Kate Bishop is Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, Cassie Lang, uh, who is the daughter of Ant Man, so we're going to see her in Ant Man um, and yeah. the Wasp Quantum Mania. That is the coolest name. That's going to be so annoying when I do the review for that. Yeah. Um, Elijah Bradley, who's Patriot, which is he was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, so obviously we, we've seen him yet. Tommy and Billy, uh, who's Wanda's kids. So obviously we saw that in WandaVision. Miss America is going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Kid Loki, which I think is going to be really cool. Um, and obviously we saw him in the Loki show. Um, Iron Heart is supposed to be in it as well. Miss Marvel. Um, 
was going to be in it as well. Miles Morales has always been linked to the Young Avengers, so the fact I, that he I have a theory, be like they're going to set up like Spider-Man's next kind of like end to like Miles Morales. I reckon he'll be in there eventually. Yeah, and then obviously there we've got um, Yelena. As, so I, I I think it's too big of an opportunity to miss. I think I cannot believe that probably Shang Chi and Eternals the two projects that we've not seen anything from the Young Avengers yet. All the TV shows have had at least a Young Avengers member or, or even the contender for that being put in it. And I think that's really cool. I think that's something yeah. that's going to be really, really good in it. Uh, but but no, like you said, I think Yelena was, was, was a really, really good part of this. She never fell out of place. Yeah, uh, yeah totally agree. I think she, fit, it, literally, she fitted in so well. Like It just felt so normal. The way she was acting through it out, she's a great actor. I can't lie, she's very good in this. And um, obviously, one of the other things that obviously in the future of the MCU we've got, we're going to have is Echo. So she is the uh, deaf girl. If you don't know, do you know who I mean? No, I'm not too sure. So do you know the deaf? You know the deaf girl in the show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she's called Echo, and she's a hero in it. And it, they've already announced a spin-off show for her. How do you think that work? I don't know which way they're going to really go with it, but I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with like, the character and stuff, but I'm not sure which way they should go with like the way they want to go with her. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know if they should go more like a type of darkness or a bit of like, you know, which I'm not too sure they want to take her. Also, also I think spin-off shows are hard. Yeah, that's I what I'm trying to think. Like, spin-off shows are very hard to like come off and do. Yeah, especially with... Um with a character who I think obviously represented it really well, but you sort of, you don't know a lot about her. So it's sort of going to be more difficult to sort of say like, oh, here's, you know, here's a show, here's a show that, you know, we're going to really enjoy, but also it's going to be massively difficult to make. Um, yeah. So sort of show do you, do you look at her origin story? Do you look at what she's doing with Kingpin? Does Kingpin come back? What, did he die? Like, yeah, that's, that's a big question. Did he die? Did he not? Yeah, exactly. So th- there's not a lot in my opinion, there's not a lot to do with that character, but I, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go. I've got fully fa- full faith in Marvel. I don't think you can, I don't think you can't really. Um, but let's talk about season two because season two of Hawkeye's not been announced. That it was hinted at, um, but we don't know whether there's going to be a season two. Yeah. What do you, what would you do with this? What would you do with season two? How how, how would you do it? Because I think. There's obviously, there's obvious, I don't know whether Clint Barton will be in it. I think it's going to be Kate Bishop. Put, I don't think they should put Clint Barton in the next season too. I think it really? should. I think it should be more base. Um, um, Kate Bishop. I think it should be more of a like solo, kind of like Disney Plus one. So it's more of a her and more of like a character like development. And I think like we need like I don't know who they would put in as the main like villain, but I think it needs to be like quite up there to make it quite intense, and stuff like that. But it'd be kind of cool to see if um, Kingpin would feature in it or not. As like a little twist at the end to show that he's alive or not, because I hope he's not died. Because I really hope he's going to be alive for like obviously like maybe future Spider-Man ones or something like that. Or even a Daredevil one. Like, listen, there's so many characters now in in the whole thing that you yep. you sort of like, you know, like when when do these characters start to slow down? I mean, you know, we're talking obviously about TV shows today and sort of you know really focusing on that side of the MCU. But remember, we've got Fall of and Thunder, we've got Black Panther, we've got Captain Marvel. These are films, Ant Man. So do they sort of like? But they were the you know they were the Infinity Saga that was their sort of void. Yeah. What do you do now with all of these characters? You know, do do you, 
do some of them slowly start to come to an end and and you know we're obviously talking about loads of characters that you can bring in and loads of characters you can focus on i'm just not sure i do agree with you though that i don't think clint will be in it and i don't think clint really should be in it i think he's had a good season um yeah. but i think i just don't i i think he might have to pop up just to end his story because they didn't do that they just sort of like hinted at it like yeah happy sort of you know it's christmas he's with his family blah 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 so yeah. i was i will be interested to see what they do with with kate bishop and this obviously with the echo show we just talked about but you know there's obviously been no season two yet which worries me a little bit because one division was never gonna have a season two falcon and the winter soldier were having a film yeah i think it was gonna be a film like loki got a season two announced straight away like if you watch the end of Loki, and I'll, you know that was really cool. That was probably that was probably my favourite show of the year um, for Marvel. Loki, I was a yeah. massive fan Loki of that. Was a, a top one for me as well. Um, and then obviously then we had the What If show, which was more of a celebration of the Infinity Saga, different stories. I I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I think some of the stories were a little bit. I believe of... um, I believe in uh, She Call. I think um, Dev, the Daredevil might actually appear in that one. Yeah, because she's a lawyer. Yeah, so he might actually feature in that one, which I was, obviously I would love to see. But that kind of good twist. Yeah, that'll be really cool. And also Hulk is in it. Yeah, which is obviously. Great. Which we that's confirmed because we've seen photos from that. And the trailer, and then, that little snip trailer of him. Yeah, the literally the smallest thing. Yeah. But then, you know, like can I have us more? No, just a snippet. Um, and then obviously then we've got Hawkeye. Um, you know obviously there for you know but loki instantly season two is coming i'm like wow like out of the shows i did not think they would green light that show so quickly um but no no we're having it loki's sticking around and i'm looking straight forward to it. it yes yeah exactly straight on it but we, we're having four shows next year once again uh, this is this year we had five next year for, at the time of recording four's been announced for next year yeah I'm not counting the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special because that's just going to be a small film and I'm going to laugh all the way through it. It's not really a TV show for me, but Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Miss Marvel. They're the four. For me, personally, Moon Knight, I cannot wait for. I cannot wait for Moon Knight. Um, It looks looks amazing to us. Just what I've seen, some of the snips and he's playing the actors looks pretty good. I can't lie. Yeah, Oscar... Oscar Isaac's a great actor, but you yeah, know, like that, he's is it's like Egyptian based. That's really different. Yeah, now that's really really cool. And so they're obviously going to have She-Hulk. I'm nervous about the way that that's going to look and the way the I want I want that to be a focused She-Hulk show rather than a She-Hulk is literally just a female version of Hulk, but we're giving you Hulk in it. Like you know whether they're gonna. I always get nervous when the original Avengers come in because it's like we can't, you know, they can't work on their own. They have to have, you know, one of the Avengers there. So I'm nervous about that. Secret. I feel like, in... I feel like well, Hulk will play more of a mentor in that kind of series. He will be like more of like a helper kind of thing. Like he'll be trying to teach you how to maybe. Manage. I don't know if they'll do the same thing how they did with Hulk, where it's like split personalities, where it's like obviously you have Hulk and then you have Banner. I don't yeah. know if it'll be that she Hulk. I don't know if it'll be like actually her and the Hulk in like one, or it'll be separate. So I don't know if she's trying to like help her both. So it's like yeah, a... I think this. I think that show is going to going to be very similar to Hawkeye in that mentoring role yeah. that you mentioned. And then we have Secret Invasion. 
I, I'm looking forward to this. I think people need to keep their eye on this more than they are at the moment. Like Samuel L. Jackson's in it, Ben Mendelsohn, obviously the leader of the scroll. Um, you've got Olivia Coleman in it, Amelia Clark. That's got a great cast in it for me. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think people, I think people are sleeping on that show a little bit. So I'm really looking. For, so, but as soon as that one gets announced, I also noticed that's quite interesting. That Moon Knight's got six episodes, Invasion's got six, Miss Marvel's got six, She-Hulk's got ten. Ten, yeah, that's very like out there. Yeah, to me, but the most, I think that's the most, isn't it, for like an episode? Uh, yeah, for a season like Wonder, One Division got nine. So I don't know. I don't know whether I don't know how much that will work with like ten episodes, because I think six is probably sometimes it's too short. I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier it was far too short. Yes, um, yes. But, but you know, Loki was was a good length. One division was good, and this one was to be fair, Hawkeye was. But um, no, a lot of exciting stuff to go to. Obviously, we don't even know whether we're going to have, you know shows being shoved into there like obviously the movies we've we've, we've got are going to be pretty substantial i mean dot strange in the multiverse of madness yeah I mean, that looks that looks exciting me and my dad are going to go and watch that i'm, I'm yeah. sorry i would have loved to come i would have loved to watch it with you alf but uh, <laughs> my dad absolutely loves doctor strange so we're, honestly i think that's a heart attack with spider-man so i think i'm good for that just this one i just <laughs> out Oh yeah, well, yeah, you're you're all right for that one, but but the next one, um, you, you know, you, you are you are getting interested to see how they um how they do that movie because it's got all these like twists of like how the multiverse is crashed basically, and it's got all these things happening, and what's the like the thing with two selves? So is he gonna have more than two selves? He might have four, might have six. You know, they could be all different variants of him, which I can't wait to see. So. Yeah, yeah, when that film comes out, there'll be six years between the first and the second one. So yeah. it is like it is needed now. We need a Doctor Strange sequel. But uh, back to Hawkeye. Uh, obviously, that's what we're mainly talking about here. What would you give it if you give it out of ten? Um, I think out of ten for me, I'd give it. I'd give it an eight for me. I'd give it an eight. I think it had it had really good moments, and it's just like these slight things I wish they would have just not like, changed. I love the way they were building up to Kingpin, like the way they were hinting at him, like there's a big man, there's a there's a there's a big guy, like this 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 it's not just like the his being his mum I mean Kate Bishop's mum being like, Oh, she might be the villain, but they were showing like there's a next level to this, so it kinda of made the tensity go up and it made you kinda of figure out like the puzzle of like who could this be. I love that. I love the way the chemistry of Kate and um um Clint, the way they did it was perfect, love that. Um the way Elena came in I mean the uh, episodes Love that, and I just think that the only thing I would say I would love them to do would just build Kingpin in the last episode a bit more, like not just come out straight away and just kind of build him as more this villain. But I love how they showed his strength and all that stuff, and I love that the final scene was like kind of like a it was like a bit of a video game like boss level at the end with Kate and stuff. So I love that, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a solid eight for me. I don't think I even need to say any more, and I feel like Alfie should should take control of every single review that we do and uh, no absolutely mate hit, hit everything right on the head fantastic mate and uh, thank you very much for coming on hopefully have you back very very soon my friend yeah um anytime but, anytime love to be on again but so that is it for the season one review of hawkeye let, let me know what you think uh, of the show via my instagram frc underscore podcast uh you guys are incredibly active over there and that's so nice to see uh, especially around christmas there will be 
a ranking of uh, all four MCU Phase 4 movies and all five MCU TV shows released in 2021, coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, Smartica Showdown uh, Gladiator event is also coming as well, so make sure you check that one out as well. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but then something that you love. Alfie, you sign us off. See ya. <laughs>